Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, June the 7th, and we come off a, a decent weekend of Phillies baseball, some incredibly frustrating moments one in particular we'll get into it all but they do take two of three from the Nats at home needed to win that series sitting at 28 and 30 on the season still four back at the Mets as the Mets also were able to take two or three this weekend the uh, Braves a half game up on the Phils off day to day Braves coming to town tomorrow so that's pretty important a, uh, a big series coming up here for the Phils we'll get into it all look uh, ultimately and we'll get to the, uh, you know, most frustrating moment of the weekend. But ultimately, Phillies played well this weekend for the most part. Obviously, some some errors, some, you know, some of the stuff we always see. But ultimately found a way to win two or three and had a real chance to win on Fridays. We'll get to. But um, weren't able to pull it out, lose two to one. But then a 5-2 victory on Saturday, a, a commanding 12-6 to victory yesterday. And, and, you know, you're two games under five hundred again. And... You know, after the 17-3 to game, it was frustrating to lose Friday, but then they take the next two. You've won three of four. It's something, right? Something. As, uh, you know, again, the off day today, they're getting some rest. That rest is helpful with the guys they have. Harper returns to the lineup this weekend. That's obviously huge as well. We'll talk about it. Um, but ultimately, again, uh, two or three, two or three, two or three. You'd like to see him sweep, but... Keep taking two or three, and obviously, as we've talked about, these home series are so extra important with the obvious uh, inability to trust this team to win games on the road. Next week, heading to the West Coast for a three-gamer with the Dodgers and the uh, Giants each. So that should be fun as both those teams continue to play good baseball. (laughs) And the Phillies on the West Coast, we'll see. West Coast has not been kind to the Phillies in recent years. Obviously not last year as they did not go to the West Coast in the 2020 season, but um, hasn't been great the last few years. And, you know, Colorado already this year, West Coast-ish for sure. Um, So big series coming up against the Braves here, and then the Yankees coming to town for two. Um, So it's an important little series here, an important five-game stretch, two off days, the off day today and then Friday. Um, so kind of a funky schedule, but a chance for the Phillies to really get a little rest, focus on winning these games at home. It's important. It's important to win these games at home. The Yankees have been, you know, not nearly what people expected them to be. They're far back of the Rays right now in the AL East. 
Um, so they're a, a beatable team coming in here. And, of course, the Braves, you know, similar to the Phillies, a half game up. Um, and they've had their share of issues as well. So so big, big couple of games coming up here before you go to the West Coast. Phillies need to take advantage of these home games in a big way. We'll look ahead to the schedule more a little bit later. Let's dive into the weekend of baseball as, uh, again, it was nice to see the Phillies take two or three, but yet Friday was just so frustrating um, that it really – it still sticks in your craw as it was, you know, Scherzer Wheeler and that you know, lived up to what you expected it to be. Both guys were awesome dueling back and forth. Uh, ultimately, Wheeler ends up getting slightly bested, giving up two runs to Scherzer's one. Wheeler goes seven and a third, two runs allowed, five hits, two walks, eight strikeouts was, you know, awesome as Zach Wheeler continues to be a 251 ERA on the season he's been the best player on this team and you know lived up to it in this game obviously gave up two runs and Scherzer goes seven and two-thirds gives up one um and the Nationals bullpen was able to hold it together with a little help we'll get to it but you know look Wheeler was great and uh this lived up to the 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 billing right you know you get Scherzer Wheeler both obviously two of the best pitchers in the sport, but obviously particularly this year with the way Wheeler's pitching. And Wheeler matched him, and ultimately a Juan Soto home run. And there was, uh, you know, a Wheeler, uh, a stare down of Wheeler, and, and you know, kind of a little what seemed like it could be bad blood afterwards. Soto said he just, you know, he's having fun. And uh, he said if, if Wheeler had struck him out, he would have been totally cool if Wheeler did a backflip afterwards. And, um, Wheeler said he didn't even notice it nor care. So, it, you know, it's good. Uh, obviously it wasn't good for the Phillies in that spot, but good to see baseball players not holding too much to those unwritten rules and trying to have a little fun. They are playing a game and look, he got Soto earlier in a big spot and, uh, Soto got him back and muscled a ball to left field. And that was the difference again, though, the, the frustrating part of this game came in the ninth inning when Travis Jankowski burst on the scene for the Phillies. Yes. Who you might be saying, you know, Travis Jankowski called up had not done much playing for the Phillies. Um, Reese Hoskins leads off ninth, two, one game, Daniel Hudson in the game for the Nats. Scherzer finally out of the game. You're like, all right, let's go. It's only a one-run game. And Reese, who has been so clutch for this team, continues to to come through. And you know, now that Harper's back, now that Romuto's back, we hope Didi is on the way. Harper was not back for this game. It comes back on Saturday. We'll get to it. But um, Reese did a really nice job of, of keeping this offense afloat at times. You know, obviously um, that series in Miami, basically the the two games they won, homered in both the one game it was the only runs they scored um has just really come through and been awesome when they needed him and uh kind of held the fort and uh comes up in the ninth here to lead off the inning opposite field double looked like it might get out it was you know close um not a lot of luck the opposite field late in game ninth inning uh home runner doubles for reese this year right we remember back that Mets game um but um, rips a double to right field. So runner on second, no outs and, you know, not at all going to kill Girardi for putting in a pinch runner. That's what he should do. Reese Hoskins, one of the slowest guys on the team that run matters. Uh, all is all that matters at that point. So no issue with him putting Travis Jankowski in the game, right managerial decision. 
Travis Jankowski let him and everyone else down. JT Romito at the plate, 3-2 count, or at this point, 2-2 count, excuse me. Um, ball in the dirt. Catcher blocks it, catches it even. Um, Jankowski thought, clearly thought it was going to ricochet and, and kind of darts out towards third and realizes the catcher has it and just stops in the middle of the baseline, just dancing back and forth. Like, what do we do? Doesn't go back to second, doesn't veer towards third, ends up just dancing back and forth to the point where the catcher gets all the way out there and tags him out. I've never seen that before. I've never seen a cat. Like, look, I played catcher my whole life playing baseball, and the catcher, what you're taught to do in that situation is run out there, you know, run towards the runner, but you never get there. You always end up throwing the ball because the runner makes a big a break for something. He doesn't just, like, stare at you and wait for you to come get him while he, like, hops back and forth. It was crazy. It was crazy. And then JT ends up getting out. The Nats get out of the inning, and it sucked. Like, it was such a brutal way to lose a baseball game. And, and look, Jankowski, you know, came out and took ownership of it after. But, I mean, it's just... Again, with this team, right? And look, they win the next two. We'll get to it. It's good. We're good. But but in the moment, you know, it's infuriating. This team continues to give away outs, give away games with these boneheaded plays. And obviously, a lot of times it's on defense and, and you know, we get that. But, but they do it on the base pass, too. How many outs have they given up on the base pass this year with dumb steal attempts? And they've been great at stealing bases, to be fair. Like, they have. But... Um, you know, uh, dumb decisions in terms of tagging up the Matt Joyce from second to third stands out to me, like uh, Roman Quinn running in certain spots where he shouldn't, you know, doesn't need to. Um, and this like massive, massive brain fart from Chavis Jankowski. And look, I, I said, again, I'm not going to kill Girardi for this. This one's on the player. I don't know what happened there. I mean, Jankowski just, his, his, his brain farted. <laughs> It's called a brain fart for a reason. He didn't know what to do. It was unbelievable. I've never seen it before. But it was a killer because, look, runner on second, no outs, goes from no one on, one out, and the Nats get out of the inning. And, you know, it's a killer. It's a killer. It was a really frustrating way to lose a baseball game. And a game you felt like you had a real chance in after Scherzer had been so good to, to kind of be able to steal it. And... It's just, it was really frustrating. Like, in the moment, I was like, just cut Jankowski. That's how I felt, obviously, since then I've calmed myself. But it was a really boneheaded play. And for someone who's, you know, just hanging on to a roster spot and only there because injuries and this and that, um, you know, you got to be better. You just got to be better. You have to, have to, have to be better. So frustrating, uh, frustrating way to lose a game. And, uh, you know. Again, there, there's not much else to say about it, but it was awful. And it was a stupid, stupid, boneheaded move by Jankowski. And look, ultimately, you know, the Phillies lost because they scored one run, but um, it was a frustrating one. Luckily, Saturday, must-have game. The Phillies had it. Thank goodness. Bryce Harper back in the lineup. That's definitely the headline, and Bryce would come through with a big hit late in the game. We'll get to it, but... um. Not all hunky-dory with this one, as Spencer Howard gets the, you know, start, and it was more like an opener in this one. And last time, you know, we, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope he's been building up. Goes two in the first one, then falls apart in the third. Goes four in the last one, falls apart in the fifth. Um, you're hoping he can build on it, but unfortunately not. As uh, Spencer had fell apart in the third again, just fell apart. Um, ends up going two in a third innings, gives up one unearned run. Um, as look, the defense didn't help him out. Three errors on the day from your Fightins, the outstanding defense. Uh, yeah. Um, but, um, they, they managed to win the game in spite of it, but Spencer Howard, it's concerning. He, he didn't look good flat out and look, they ended up winning the game because Ranger Suarez, shout out, Ranger Suarez comes in and pitches three shutout, three clean innings, three strikeouts, no base runners, just awesome. Ranger was awesome. Then the rest of the bullpen does good enough. You know, you get a little bit from Bradley, a little bit from Coonrod, Alvarado makes it scary, but then kind of Brogdon came in and uh, shut it down. But this was a close game as, uh, you know, the, the uh, Nats get out to one nothing lead in the third um, on that uh, on an error. Uh, the run scores on Segura, um, but uh, Spencer Howard just falling apart at that point. But then they're able to kind of stem the tide, take the lead. Uh, Reese Hosen's RBI single, then McCutcheon just crushes one to left center field. Four to one, and then it gets a little scary in the eighth with Alvarado. Four to two on a, a Josh Bell homer. He had base runners on. He gets out of the inning. Then comes the eighth. Bryce Harper, an insurance run. I'm bad at an RBI single scores a run, makes it five to two. The Phillies are able to shut it down. Connor Brogdon, a clean ninth. Um, so uh, it was a nice win, this one. Uh, again, they still win in spite of these mistakes when they win, which is frustrating. And look, on Friday night, the mistake got them, and they didn't win. But on Saturday night, they made mistakes. They gave away outs, but they, they did enough to win. Ranger Suarez really just, uh, if you're picking an MVP of this one, uh, Suarez was was so big, and obviously the McCutcheon homer was huge too. Um, but they did just enough in this one, and uh, it was nice to see them win a game like this, especially after losing the way they did the night before, uh, seeing them find a way to get past some of those mistakes and still win the game was, was encouraging and nice to see. And having Harper back in line was certainly a jolt. I know for the fans uh, and, and I'm sure for the players as well as uh, you know, just starting to get back to getting those guys back and, and you hope you can start to put something together and make a run and winning this game was big because you know, that, that loss on Monday or excuse me on Friday was, was brutal and going down the, with Jankowski and that base running mistake just really sucked a lot of the, the energy and excitement from the team. It felt like, and, uh, and able to bounce back and get a much needed win, um, the next day. So that was nice to see again, though, coming out of it. I think, you know, you say great job, Ranger Suarez, great job, Andrew, uh, but concerned about the Spencer Howard thing as, you know, both obviously in the, the micro and the macro and the micro that, you know, look, maybe this, you keep doing the, the Howard Ranger thing. And if Ranger keeps being good, it works or whatever. But, you know, Howard is certainly not, well, not look great. And, uh, you know, he fla- has flashed great stuff at times, but he, he just peters out so quickly. And it's just, um, it, it, it's concerning in the micro because this team certainly needs that. Vinny, we'll get to, wasn't, uh, wasn't great yesterday. Um, Again, you know, is kind of starting to revert back to Vinny, which is, you know, not surprising, but but something that has to be dealt with. Um, so, you know, the Howard Suarez thing, which, look, has worked in terms of wins so far, but um, 
know, the Howard part's concerning. He was bad. And, and then the macro, obviously, it's incredibly concerning. He's the top pitching prospect in the organization, top prospect in the organization. And, you know, as we've talked about so many times, this team lacks roster depth and lacks high-end minor league talent roster depth. And, you know, if Spencer Howard isn't a starter for this team, like a, a good starter, that's a that's a big miss. I mean, that's a real problem for this organization moving forward because they don't have young talent, you know? So, um, concerning. You know, you come out of that game happy they won, but concerned about Spencer Hour. At least that's where I'm at. Um, all right, on to yesterday, which, you know, nice to see the Phillies pour on some runs. Again, a big inning, really buoyed it, but they kept adding. They 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 did a really nice job, especially going down early of – of bouncing back. This game also had something I've never seen before. We'll get to that. But um, Phillies do get down early. Vinny was not great. He powered through four innings, uh, which I guess was good to see. He gave up three runs, four strikeouts, one walk, four hits, but just was not not good enough. Uh, ultimately gets into trouble in the third. Uh, some base runners, an RBI single for Juan Soto, then gets out of it. But then in the fourth, more paper cuts, uh, an RBI double, an RBI single. Um uh, and an error, excuse me, an RBI double and an error. Um, shocking. Philly's another error that, that allows a run. Um, but down 3 nothing, and you're starting to, you know, after the win on Saturday and, you know, the way they lost Friday, it's like, oh, man, you know, Vinny doesn't have it. It's a Sunday game. I feel like they go ice cold a lot on Sundays, and that's anecdotal, but maybe it's just part of my Phillies neuroses. But regardless, you know, you're 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 feeling it. You're You're not – optimistic and then the fourth inning happens and the Phillies go nuts you know base runners and actually scoring base runners Andrew McCutcheon RBI single Brad Miller walks in a run Alec Bohm walks in a run so thank you Nationals pitchers uh RBI ground out for Ronald Torres now it's a 4-3 Phillies lead we're cooking then the Nationals get all Phillies on us if if walking into runs isn't Phillies enough uh, the Phillies get a run. Matt Joyce strikes out uh, on a wild pitch and a run scores. And then an O'Double RBI single, Brad Miller. Uh, so that that's the, the seven-run fourth, seven to three now. And then the Phillies add to it again, the fifth Brad Miller, two-run bomb as the bats get going, nine to three. Then gets a little scary for a moment as Brandon Kinsler is just bad. Brandon Kinsler gives up three. In the in the uh, sixth inning, um, just gets beat up in the sixth. Uh, Kinsler ends up going two thirds of an inning, allowing three runs on four hits. Ultimately, the Phillies get out of it and then uh, add to their lead in the bottom of the sixth. Put it away. JT Romito three run bomb, his first bomb since coming back to the lineup. Nice to see um, since being injured. Um, and the Phillies coast from there. A twelve to six lead. The bullpen. Again, outside of Kinsler was great. You get a, a clean inning from Archie Bradley. Had two walks, but able to get out of it. Coonrod gives you an inning and a third of clean baseball. Uh, Sanchez gives you an inning and a third of somewhat clean baseball. Gave up a hit, otherwise good. And Hector Neris back from paternity leave. Gets the final outs to uh, to end it, the final two. And uh, you feel good about it. Now, there was something in this game that happened that I've never seen before in the top of the eighth inning there. Waiting to throw a pitch, and then all of a sudden, it's like, wait, what's going on? The netting behind home plate falls down. I, I've never seen anything like it. Luckily, it didn't fall on anyone. falls forward. It fell on the, the camera guy. They were showing the camera guys. He was kind of covered by the netting. But um, ultimately, it leads to a 20-minute delay 
Uh, it took a little while to get that netting back up. And, uh, you know, look, it was a, a Sunday afternoon, a little easier to deal with the delay than if it's a night game and you got to work the next morning or whatever. But it was definitely, um, it was something. I've never seen a game delayed before by the netting, by no plate falling down. Unexpected stuff. But ultimately, uh, they're able to get it back up eventually. Um so good, good, and ultimately the Phillies do win the game again, twelve to six. Nice to see the bats get going in this one. As you know, obviously Friday night they don't get going. Explainable. You're going to get up against Scherzer. I get it, but um, ultimately still frustrating. And then and Saturday they they get some runs, but it wasn't necessarily you know outside of that that McCutcheon homer wasn't a a, a lot of um a lot of offense. Um, so nice to see him put up some runs. Oduble goes two for five yesterday, uh, a run and a couple RBI. JT, the homer, two for three with three RBI and two runs. Bryce Harper, uh, one for five with a, a run scored. Ha- uh, Hoskins over five but scores a run. McCutcheon, two for four with two runs scored, is starting to get hot again a little bit. Brad Miller, one for two with a home run and a three RBI. You know, everyone kind of got in on the act. Alec Bohm, not as much. Bohm still still struggling on, to get going, um, and Torres didn't really. But ultimately, the Phillies' uh, key guys get going. And that lineup, look, you know, you don't have Didi, but, you know, and, and Segura wasn't playing today, uh, Miller in at second. But when Segura's in there, you know, when you've got an Oduble, you know, we know how, how we feel about him, and, and everyone has to make their own feelings about that. But just from a purely baseball perspective, he's been very good for them. There's no arguing that, and good in the leadoff spot. Um, and, you know, you got Oduble, JT, Harper, Hoskins, McCutcheon hitting, um, Segura, Miller when he's playing. Like, you know, getting Didi back, if Alec Bohm can, you know, which I believe he can, you know, kind of rediscover himself as a hitter and, and get back to the guy we know can hit a baseball. Um, you start to see signs of hope offensively, at least from a, a who's in there perspective. And if these guys can get going and get back to their, you know, proven norms, so to speak, as hitters, the Harpers, JTs, you know, Didi coming back and hopefully, you know, helping. Um, it's exciting to think about because as we've talked about so many times, this offense is, What's going to make or break this team? And it has so far not been good enough. And especially considering how horrible they are defensively and how many stupid mistakes they make. Like, they need to hit their way out of that stuff sometimes. You know, they need to be able to, to score runs to make up for the outs and runs they will give up on the defensive side of the ball. So, and obviously, if they could play better and tighter and sharper baseball, period, and certainly defensively, that would help a lot as well. But... Um, ultimately, you know, I, I think if this offense get going and there's reason to believe with the guys that are in there now, you know, they were injured. They, they are missing big guys, um, and guys get going. There's, there's some, some reason for optimism there. You know, that, that, that lineup looks hell of a lot better than some of the ones we've seen over the, uh, the time with JT and Bryce out. And again, hopefully, uh, DD can come back, um, so good stuff. You know, look, the Phillies win two or three off day today, get back at it tomorrow against the Braves. Massive, massive, massive series against Braves. Um, we'll look ahead to those matchups uh, in a sec, but uh, uh, Nick Maton also sent to the minors after the game yesterday at AAA. Uh, I don't, uh, I, they had not made a corresponding roster move yet as, you know, they have an off day, so I'm sure it'll happen at some point today. But um, look, Maton's cooled. You know, gotten a, a lot colder than when he started, but um, 
still a bit of a surprise. You know, he kind of gives you a lot of options. Uh, but with Torres back, that he's been filling that role. And look, Torres has been good. So, you know, you can't kill him for it. I, I think, you know, Maton, you could argue it's developing him and getting him at bats more important. But maybe getting him full-time at bats in AAA and getting him back in a rhythm could actually be more important than playing every fifth, sixth day for someone like him. So we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. All right, looking ahead. Um, to this series with Atlanta, big one coming up, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 705, 705, 105 games. And look, you got your, your, your big guns in this one. And they chose not to skip those starts over the weekend after the rainouts and stuff and, uh, or rain out and off days. Um, and the result is now they got their big guns going against the Braves. So, you know, looking good for that as uh, it'll be Nola versus Drew Smiley or tomorrow night, excuse me, Zach Eflin. Uh, versus Davidson on uh, on Wednesday, and then the Thursday day game, Zach Wheeler against Ian Anderson. So, you know, the Phillies have the pitching advantage in all those games, all of them. So let's go. It's a big series against the Braves. Definitely need to take two or three. And if, man, if you can shock everybody and pull off a sweep, you're over 500, it's, you know, run time. I mean, look, if they can pull off a sweep, and again, I don't think they will. It's this Philly team. But if they did, they'd have won six or seven. Feeling something, we'll say. Um, five in a row, if they could do that, we'll say. They probably won't. They'll probably lose tomorrow, but maybe not. They got their big guns going, so we'll see. And Harper's back, Ramuto's back. Good stuff. Either way, we'll, we'll talk more about that series and looking ahead to it tomorrow and a whole lot more. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.